0: This is the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, It's a bit of a slower week in news, um, but we got in Adventures in Hunting, we got some not any pop figures, but we got some pins that we're going to talk about. Um, Blu-rays. We got a decent amount of new movies coming out. In um, this week's sneak peeks, we are going to be talking about the trailer for Candyman, a movie by Jordan Peele. Then Rose is going to update us on the week, the weekend, blah, 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 blah. the weekend box, <laughs> <laughs> the weekend it box like office. Weekend box just like I did last week. <laughs> Yeah, just a little bit. Uh, So yeah, then Rose is going to update us on the weekend box office with what's in the box. And then for our main event of the evening, we are going to be breaking down 2002's Spider-Man. With special guest star Crash from Crash and Tez's movie seller. The only reason he's not doing the news with us is because, I think I've said this a couple times, we've had some backlog episodes. So he did this episode with us a couple weeks back, Um, so we're super appreciative of him doing that. Um, So yeah, this will be our last um, backlogged episodes, and then we'll be back to doing all of our shit at one time. (laughs) Yeah. So with that out of the way, let's get into it. Let's do it.
1: I'm Brucker. I'm Levi. And together, we co-host a movie podcast called Film on the Rocks. On our movie podcast, we like to have fun with movies, and we don't like to break down movies beat by beat, scene by scene. We like to talk about what was fun about them. So we talk about our favorite scenes, uh, sprinkle in some trivia, Uh, We debate whether or not they deserve a sequel. And we also talk about um, some drinking rules that they can have, such as drink every time Vince Vaughn stuffs his face in Wedding Crashers. Or something we call the Yoda clause, which is every time Frank Oz jumps on a screen, finish your drink. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or really anywhere you can find podcasts, if this sounds interesting to you. Yes, and we also love listener interaction, and we also like to take movie requests. So you could reach out to us on Twitter at Film on the Rocks. Instagram, Film the Rocks Podcast, or email us at fotrpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Hope to hear from y'all. Give us a listen. Okay, first
0: off, before I get into Adventures in Hunting, we had a significant amount of responses after we recorded last week. Um, so I wanted to go back and discuss those answers. So last week we talked about live action uh heroes and our showdown for that. Um so our question of the week last week was who did you think did the best job at portraying their respective hero? And yeah, so we had a decent amount of responses um to that, but we got a few more after the fact. After we finished recording, uh, so without further ado, uh, the first response that we're going to talk about is from Gidget Von Larue at Gidget Von Larue. She said, uh, "Michael Keaton's Batman, true classic. Hell yeah. Um, I think I've, I think I said this." Keaton's my personally my favorite Batman. I mean other I than like Adam why. West.
2: Where's the love for Ben Affleck what about Batfleck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't think we I don't remember what we put or where we put Ben Affleck at. Yeah, I can't. But remember. I don't think it was that high. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I think Christian Bale is higher than him. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm pretty sure Clooney and Kilmer are below him. <laughs> oh, they better be. Yeah. Or at, le- if, at least George If they're not, Clooney. we're freaking dumbasses. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so Michael Keaton, freaking a classic choice. Uh, next up, we got Tony Sperano at... Lazaropopo I don't know how to say that. Say that time five times fast. Yeah, no I shit. Um but he said Jason Momoa is Aquaman. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I mean, love what Jason Momoa did
2: for Aquaman. Seriously, I I'd honestly kind of be interested to see what another If they would have kept like how Aquaman is in like the comics, like, you know, like blonde and like all giddy or some shit like that. been very interesting to see that kind of Aquaman in the DCEU. But I'm really glad what Jason Momoa has brought to the character.
0: Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I think that Aquaman, like the comic accurate Aquaman, he's like just blonde Superman in water. Like that's what more can you ultimately ask for what he is, and he's like lame. <laughs> but uh, with Jason Momoa's portrayal, he has like a shit ton more personality, and yeah, he has a shit ton dude, more personality. Dude, I'm just remembering the days
2: before Jason Momoa was cast as Aquaman when everyone would just make fun of the character. Those Hell were yeah. the days. Like he
0: made riding a seahorse cool, <laughs> right? No kidding. <laughs> yeah, so we love Jason Momoa here at the All Bros, we sure channel, do. our podcast. We're both. Uh, I, I guess it, it it works either way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Our shit gets released on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, then the last response we got is from Sabrina Kyle at Aria Dark Stark, and she said. Gal Gadot, and it's not even close. I'm pretty sure she was top five. I'm
2: pretty, yeah, she was pretty high for us.
0: Yeah, if I'm remembering right, I sure hope she was. Otherwise, I'm pretty sure Sabrina Kyle's never going to listen to us again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but but Gal Gadot's perfect. She is.
0: She's absolutely amazing. Hell yeah. Uh so yeah, thank you f- to all of you for answering our question of the week last week. We're sorry we couldn't get to it last week because we recorded I mean we recorded on time. It was kinda you guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh just blame Caleb. That's what I always do. Yeah. I'm I'm cool with that ultimately. <laughs>
2: I was expecting a, hey, screw you, bud, but okay.
0: Wow. Hey, Caleb I take the blame
2: accepts. for a lot of shit,
0: so. That's true, you do. All right. Well, now getting into our adventures in hunting. Um, Like I said, in pop figures, we don't have any pop figures, but we do have some pop pins that we're going to talk about. Uh, so, Rose, are you going to, or do you have those pulled up? I sure do.
2: So uh, I guess they're coming out with uh, Funko is coming out with some Loungefly pop pins. Um, and so starting off these, uh, we got some DC ones. We got Batman. We have Robin. We have Wonder Woman and we have Joker. And then there's going to be a chase Joker uh, that is glitterized. I don't think that's a word. And uh, did I already say it's it a chase? Now. Yeah, it is now. I guess it is now. I don't Did think I ever say said it's it was chase? a chase. Okay, my bad. Sorry. So this purple uh, Joker pin will be a chase. And like I said, it's glitterized. Yeah, I'm making that a word now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, the Robin one looks the coolest to me. So I kind of want that one. But I don't know if I really need to collect
0: any of these.
2: Not the biggest pin yeah. fan.
0: I'm not a big pin fan either. Um, I don't know. Like I used to wear pins on my ties a lot, but I yep. don't really wear ties all that often anymore.
2: Yeah, that's true. You mostly just go for an open shirt.
0: Yeah. And point. I'm trying to think of anything else that I would wear a pin on, but... I mean, I would wear it on a hat, but I feel like that's a little white trash. (laughs) I don't have, like... You're not wrong. (laughs) I mean, I don't work anywhere that has, like, an apron. So, I mean, I would wear it on maybe an apron if I worked somewhere, that, but I don't. I work with garbage. I'll
2: just give you a fresh market apron, and you can wear it to your job. What do you say?
0: Hell no. I might make, like, a pin board. Because hey, I mean, there's a, a decent amount of pins that I've liked or that I've seen, but I just don't have a place to put them. So I might, I might get some like cork board or like a really small thing of there cork you go. board and put it up on my wall. I only have two and they're attached to my backpack. So yeah, my backpack, I, I would put pins on my backpack, but my backpack is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude seriously you've had that thing since high school dude no joke the actually this is a different backpack i'm pretty sure i got oh, this, this one is... out wow. of the... no i didn't get this out of the garbage yeah so i had this since senior year and or my, the backpack that i currently use i've had it since senior year and the zipper so where it's sewn to like close it the z- part of the zipper ripped off so i can like zip it up but it's still like open and like a normal person would uh go get a new backpack i just quote-unquote sewed it back together with paper clips (laughs) like it is the most ghetto thing on planet (laughs) earth
3: (laughs) uh
2: I feel we should point out that me and Caleb graduated in two thousand fourteen, so that just shows you how old it is. Yeah, it's
0: oh six years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's it sucks because I'm I mean I probably would have gotten a new backpack by now, but being in the military, I need a backpack that's all black so i i don't have any like desire to go spend money on a all black backpack is it because i want like, some of the cooler like the hot topic backpacks of course you do
1: dude i'm do so too, bummed so I that i missed anything. out
0: on that yeah i'm so bummed out that i missed out on the uh the captain America backpack oh is it not even online anymore I don't know. But I'm just bummed out that I missed out on that in person. Oh. And I totally know, would have. It might if, actually but then be on I... sale. <sighs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'm going to shut but my yeah, mouth now. <laughs> yeah, Brielle's going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so we got the Batman pins. What do you mean the DC pins? DC, whatever.
3: <laughs> um, Same thing all right,
2: Moving on to Marvel pins Or should we call them Iron Man pins <laughs> <laughs> Screw you <laughs> uh, Alright moving on to the Marvel pins uh, We got Iron Man We got Thor We got Loki And we got Thanos And then um, Besides just the common Loki pin uh, There's also going to be a Loki Chase that will be glitterized and will be
0: gold. So, Funko's I don't know a how I feel about, like, I personally feel they should have released someone else, like Cap. They
2: really should have, I agree. But that like Thanos, Thanos one again, looks awesome.
0: It does look awesome. But I almost would have preferred them to do Iron Man, Thor, Cap, and Loki, rather than... Iron Man, Thor, Loki, and Thanos. That
2: that's fair. I mean, this this order definitely does feel out there.
0: Yeah, it feels weird, but I mean, the the pins are cool. Um, not any that I'm going to personally get. I'm not going to get. I might any have to pins get... until Hulk. <laughs>
2: uh, I might have to get that Thanos. That one's pretty cool. Um, all right, moving on to Star Wars. We got a Darth Vader one coming. Uh, we got a Princess Leia, and I don't know what she's holding. It looks like Ray's staff, but I know it's not, and people are gonna yell at me for saying that. <laughs> um, we got Han Solo, and then we got Greedo, and Greedo is going to have a chase that is glitterized, and it honestly kind of looks like yeah, it's like he's kind of like a neon blue. That's dumb. So, well, I mean, can you really think of any other characters they could have done for like a glitterized Chase?
0: Uh, yeah. They could have done a uh, Yoda who? and then a glitterized green Yoda.
2: No, they should have done a glitterized C3PO.
0: Or hell, what if they even did like just a b- glitterized black Darth Vader? Yeah, that would have worked
2: too. But no, what they the chose hell, Greedo. Funko? They chose Greedo because, remember, he shot first. Let's hear all the comments. I want to
0: hear all the hate comments. <laughs> Dude, I'm about to drive over to your house and kick your ass for saying shit like that. <laughs> oh, oh.
2: All right, moving on before I get myself even in more trouble. Um, So with Pixar, and these are actually different, and I like this a lot, actually. So we got Buzz, we got Woody, we got Eve, and we got Wally. And then for the Chase, it's actually different than all of those four. It's actually uh one of the aliens from Toy Story and it's Gold and it's Chase and it's glitterized. And I want to say I already said Chase. My bad. A Chase of what though? I don't know. Um <laughs> Because they got the same thing going on with the Harry Potter ones. So,
0: I mean, What do they got for the Harry Potter?
2: Uh, For Harry Potter, we got Harry, Hermione, Ron, and Dumbledore. And then for the chase, which is glitterized, we got Hedwig. And honestly, that actually looks really cool.
0: It does look super cool, but what's it a chase
2: of? <laughs> I don't Um, your your guess is as good as mine, bro.
0: (laughs) Like, the only thing that I can think of is, like, are you going to be able to, like, buy these pins, or are they, like, in a mystery box?
2: They better not be in a mystery box.
0: Like, the only like, that's the only thing that makes sense about, like, that being a chase.
2: That's true. Ah, shit. Okay, well, then, yeah, I'm not even going to try to get Thanos, then. Screw I that. I mean, if you
0: can buy the pins, like, and you know what you're getting, yeah.
3: Yeah. But I if mean, it's, I...
0: like, in a mystery bag or mystery box or whatever, yeah, screw that shit.
2: Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not paying scalpel prices on eBay for a Thanos pin.
0: Screw <laughs> that. Yeah, forget you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, Alright, so that's it for Funko News, or Pop News, whatever you want to call it. Moving on to Blu-ray news, if my internet wants to work. Um, Let's see, so coming out this week, first off we got Spies in Disguise, the movie starring Will Smith and Tom Holland. And I never checked this movie out, but I think if it's cheap enough one of these days, I think I will probably blind buy
0: it. Yeah. I, yeah movie, that's not one I'm going to watch unless you get it.
2: You're such a cheap like, ass, you know that?
0: <laughs> I know, but it's not I'm like just kidding. being I'm kidding, cheap. Bro. It's just kind of like I don't want to spend money on it.
2: <laughs> no, dude, I get you. But that is actually getting a steelbook, a Best Buy exclusive steelbook. So. Really? Yeah. Um, that's but kind of I impressive. I know, right? I think that is the... Only exclusive. Oh no! Actually, it's also getting a Target exclusive, which I think this is going to be a digi book. Um, stupid internet. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> or maybe it's just my computer. It's probably my computer. Load the damn bar. Okay, it's all okay. Limited edition. Uh, it includes a super spy training manual. That's what you get. At Target. That's kinda dumb. But for kids it's good. You've done
0: better, Target.
2: <laughs> they have. They I mean, kill you've it done with worse their, like, too, but they have. I mean, like the only things that I think Target always kills it at is their uh Disney Digibooks. Books. Those always look great. Um True. also so also coming out this week we got Uncut Gems, the movie starring Adam Sandler. Um and I definitely want to see this movie. Um, probably not gonna buy it like uh, Tuesday uh, when it comes out. Um, but probably maybe when it's like fifteen or ten bucks, if I can catch it on a sale, I'll definitely check it out.
0: Are you at all yeah. interested in this movie, Caleb? Uh, I'm probably on the same boat as I was with Spice in Disguise. <laughs> Like I, I think I'm on this <laughs> on that that boat with the only one that I think I want to like actively go see, and I would I'm okay spending money on to see is yeah. Bombshell. Ah, oh, not Charlie's
2: Angels. The hell, hell the no, <laughs> hell no. Uh, also Caleb spoiled the other two releases. I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't spoil shit. I know. I'm just (laughs) kidding. Uh, So also coming out this uh, week on Blu-ray, we got Bombshell starring, isn't it Charlize Theron? Theron?
0: Yep. Yeah. Charlize Theron, Nicole Kidman, and Margot Robbie.
2: Yes. Oh, shit. I thought that was all the same person, just in different disguises. I'm dumb. Wow. I'm smart. Are you shitting me? Uh no, I'm dead serious. Dude, I don't know anything about this movie.
0: What the hell? <laughs> what? Oh my
2: gosh, Rose. This is this is why you're the brains of this operation.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
2: <laughs> uh, all right, but so also besides Bombshell, we got Charlie's Angels coming out, the movie that completely bombed. Well, I mean not completely, but it was pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Um, I want. I kind of want. Uh, I mean, obviously. I want. So, the mo- two movies. And I think this has to do with, like, Elizabeth Banks being, like, all f- feminist about these movies and be- basically justifying why her movie failed. Such. I shit. want. I want Wonder Woman and Gal. Or. And, uh, Black Widow to freaking kill it. Just to prove her wrong.
2: I'm pretty sure Black Widow's going to kill it, just because it's an MCU movie. So I feel that movie, honestly, is probably going to make over a billion dollars. I'm pretty sure that's, like,
0: already set to do so. Hopefully. I I mean, I have my fingers crossed hard that it will.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel since Captain Marvel did it, I think Black
0: Widow can do it, too. Oh, yeah. If Captain Marvel did it... Yeah, Black Widow um, can do it easy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um I mean I'm hoping that Wonder Woman eighty four is a is a huge success, but we'll have to see. I mean Birds of Prey looking at that box office, but that movie was rated R, so
0: we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna be one that joins the billion dollar club. No, I I'm just hoping that it beats the first one's box office.
2: True. I think like the first. I think the first one was close to eight hundred million. I believe so. Um, but anyway, so that's it for new releases. Uh, moving on to what's in the box. This week, really? What? What I forget? This week's sneak peeks. Oh shit! I meant sorry. Gosh damn it, Rose. <sighs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Uh, uh, this is why you're in. So don't of this listen episode. to Rose. In the <laughs> in this week's sneak peeks, we are going to be talking about Candyman, and this movie seems interesting.
2: It really does. So I actually uh, saw this trailer for the first time when I went and saw The Invisible Man today, and yeah, I'm I'm sold. This looks like a good time. I, I I don't think I ever saw the original movie. Uh so like seeing like all the bees and like all the shit and like the Is that a crowbar or, or or is that a hook? I think it's a hook. It is a hook. Okay. But yeah, dude, that's just like some crazy shit, isn't it? Like you have to say his name like 5 times for him to appear.
0: Yeah, 5 times in a mirror. So it's literally and just then like, he comes and memory. kills you. Yeah, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's literally- basically a bl- Bloody Mary knockoff. <laughs> but uh, it seems like the Candyman is taking over the main character. Or the main character is becoming the Candyman.
2: Which, honestly, if that's a plot device, that's actually really cool.
0: That'd be way cool. But, yeah, this, this trailer has piqued my interest.
2: It has. Uh, but, Caleb, i got to point out something. You lied earlier. So, this is not Jordan Peele's Candyman. He's only producing but, it. Oh. Nia DaCosta is directing it.
0: Okay. So, you failed. Hey, forget you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I'll take the the fail point on that. <laughs>
2: what, no, that doesn't count as a fail point. Well. Or does yeah, it? It does, does, that, does,
0: it does count, right, because okay. I, I said with uh, the utmost confidence that it was Jordan Peele. Okay, besides, okay. it's the first all of the right. month, which I don't think we I'm pretty sure I lost. Oh, yeah, you did.
2: Yeah, all right, cool. So I I mean, I already got your prize, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Expect that next week.
0: Wait, what? What? No, you lost for February and you got me the uh stress ball Hulk.
2: No, that doesn't count.
0: Wait, then what was that one for then?
2: That was just for the hell of it. Oh, that was just being me being a nice bro. No, you no, you've got something coming, don't worry. Don't worry my
0: good friend. <laughs> okay. So yeah. Uh so Candyman. What what's your excitement level for this? Uh I'm pretty excited. Like I'm probably at like a
2: like a seven? Seven out of ten.
0: That's actually about where I'm at. I might be a little lower, just like six, just because I'm. I I want to see more about if the if I'm right about the the main character becoming Candyman.
2: I just hope they don't spoil
0: or, that. If, if if that's the case in the
2: second trailer. True. Because nah, shit, suck. I might be at a seven. <laughs> Is it just yeah, me or, uh, really Um, were you singing the Candyman song from Willy Wonka at all, dude? I straight up was. <laughs> okay, I'm not the only one. When dude. everyone
0: was saying like Candyman, and I yeah. like, so when the girl, yeah, when the girls were saying that in the the mirror, I was mm-hmm. like humming. I was just like the Candyman can, <laughs> dude. Same. <laughs> Uh you
2: honestly after after uh that whole scene where they're killed and I'm just like in my head who can take the sunrise sprinkle <laughs> it with t- <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
0: <laughs> oh shit. We're freaking idiots. <laughs> we are. <laughs> uh all right. So
2: now, now that Caleb put us back on track, <laughs> let's move on to what's in the box. Uh this past weekend at the box office, The Invisible Man was released and it had an amazing opening weekend, grossing over $28 million. So it actually overperformed. Nice. Yeah. It, you say over? Yeah, I think it was like projected to gross like in like the lower 20s, I think.
0: Ooh, so,
3: hell
2: yeah! Yeah. Uh, at number two, we got Sonic the Hedgehog, which grossed uh, a little over six. Another grossed over a little sixteen thousand. So, kudos to that movie. And dollars it, Sorry, sixteen million. I'm sorry.
0: I, was I can't say do shit. Math.
2: That's the biggest drop like, I've ever seen, number,
0: dude. If that was number two. I was going to say, what the hell are, do number three, four, and five look like? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's shit. like a number five coming in at $2. <laughs> Birds of prey. Not shocking anybody.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, all right, so at number three, we got the Call of the Wild, which uh, grossed a little over $13 million. And that movie I, th- I I don't know it's honestly doing all right. I feel um Disney. I can't say Fox anymore. But uh yeah, I think Disney probably wanted it to do better. But I think it, honestly I feel it's going to do a lot better on streaming. Yeah, uh probably. number f- Are you serious? Dude, number 4 My Hero Academia Heroes Rising. That really? built into the top 5?
0: Yeah. That's sad. <laughs> I mean, so either okay, that. okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Either that's really sad, or Hero Academia has a huge freaking fan base. It the fan base is pretty big. From what it I've it seems seen. like, it like I see yeah. Hero Academia around like everywhere. Yeah, so it honestly seems like they're releasing a new pop every week. Yeah, it totally feels like it. Like we've had my hero academia figures coming out every single toy fair. Yep. Like I'd ha- I'd have to go back and see if they've released one like every week, but I mean it honestly feels like that. Do honestly
2: speaking, so Going off just like say anime films. Okay, so you know how like the Playmobil movie like completely utterly failed. Yeah. Okay, so I saw that at Target today, and oh, good hell. there was <laughs> no Blu-ray release, just a DVD release, and there is absolutely no special features on it. It's just the movie.
0: <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> right. Oh. I'm like, Damn. That hurts my soul. <laughs>
2: Uh, It's like nobody turned up for this movie Why are we going to give them special features They don't deserve it We can't afford that shit anyway
0: (laughs) (laughs) Damn
2: Uh, Right Uh, So bad (laughs) Uh, And then finishing off the top 5 Which I can't believe this is still in the top 5 Bad Boys for Life Brought in another 4 million little over 4 million. Wow. Yeah, it beat out so... birds of prey.
0: Yeah, dude, I watched the the first bad boys. Yeah. Uh either yesterday or Sunday. Uh cuz we're recording this a little early. Um cuz this Thursday's my anniversary. Um No, but that movie sucked. Really? Dude, it is so bad. bad? Like cheesy bad or like bad bad? Irritatingly bad. (laughs) (laughs) right. Like... Okay. So, there's a scene. And it's like this this scene in in a club. Have you seen the movie?
2: No, I haven't seen any of them.
0: Okay. So, these guys are cops. They are police officers. <laughs> they are going to investigate this guy's club. They go to the club. And this guy... So, one of the detectives goes to the bathroom. He goes to the bathroom. This dude throws, like... And he gets attacked in the bathroom. He okay. beats the shit out of the, the attackers... And then leaves. I'm like, dude, you're not going to like arrest them? <laughs> like, you're not even like he didn't even handcuff them, dude. Yeah, but this is these are movie cops. These aren't actual real cops. Yeah, and then on top of that, one of the girls. So they have like this girl in custody. So like a, uh, a witness, right to this. Cr- crime at the beginning of the movie this witness just decides to leave where she's being kept safe finds a gun from I don't know where goes to this club stands in the middle of the freaking club and sees like the head of the club points the gun at him ready to shoot and then it's just like she gets tackled fires a shot off and then she like yeah and then the cops like that are watching over her take her on this road trip and she's acting like a cop like at the end of the movie she's in their their car with them and she's like what's next and i'm like bitch you go back to being a civilian <laughs> <laughs> like are you shitting me like you're not a cop you're you're hostage at best <laughs> <laughs> oh But, yeah, and then – and then they're, like – these cars are – so they're basically racing down this this flight line. For whatever reason, there's, like, this tiny one-car-sized gap in between these concrete barricades. And so these cars are racing, like, head-on, and he knocks – so the cops – Knock the the one out of the way, and this dude like turns really hard, and crashes into the barricade. And he's going like, if it's down a freaking flight line, they are pedal to the freaking metal, and he just gets like a little like bumped in the head, like a little glass cuts him, and he he like shakes a little bit, and he's just like, ugh, and then he gets out of his car and walks away. No, bitch, you're in a coma for the next twenty years. I have so many issues with that movie. It's not even funny. You are
2: picking up on stuff I think a lot of people just don't. Re- like, I get where you're coming from, but I feel a lot of people go to those kind of movies just kind of like to shut their brain off and just enjoy a fun action movie. <sighs> like, okay. I
0: watch some cop shows. Not even like, the, like real life cop shows so but not like cops so or anything seen. okay yeah so i watched the rookie uh never with nathan that. fillion and they they try to k- they make it realistic in the way that they arrest people that and all of like the different stuff like it's freaking dumb so while they're driving down this runway Martin Lawrence's character is reading off the Miranda rights. And I'm like, no, you have to do it. So it's you the person you're arresting can audibly hear it. And he's doing it while he's driving. It's just kind of like, and no one's going to like call him out on it. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like he's sitting there. And he's like, you have the right to remain silent. And he's like still behind the car. And I'm like. Is, like, Will Smith's character or this chick not even going to acknowledge that he's, like, talking to himself?
2: Yeah. Because they kind of point that out in, like, 21 Jump Street, how Channing Tatum forgets to read the guy his Miranda rights. So they have to let him go.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it's... I, I... I don't see myself going to see Bad Boys for Life because of this first movie. It was... It was bad. So then you're not going to give the second one a try either? Probably not. Damn. It, wow. it would be a really tough sell for me to watch the second one.
3: All right. Okay.
0: Anyway, so I think that covers everything that we got in news, right?
2: Uh, yep. Yeah, that's it.
0: Sweet. Well, let's move on to our main event of the evening. Let's do it.
1: Time
3: for
0: the main event.
3: It's main event time. Let's
0: play game. Okay, before we get into the main event, we do have some answers from our bros on this week's question of the week. Uh, So this week's question of the week, I asked, what was your favorite part about Tobey Maguire's portrayal of Spider-Man slash Peter Parker? And the reason I asked this is because we can poke fun at him all day long, but ultimately he was our first mainstream introduction to a live action Spider-Man and he wasn't bad. He wasn't at all. Did he really he get, wasn't like, like kind of a. Sh- Do what?
2: Oh no! I'm just saying, like going back and watching like any of these Spider-Man movies, especially the first one, just like I still just feel like in awe just w- seeing Spider-Man on the big screen.
0: Yeah, it's great. So. I-
2: so- yeah, I, I don't know. That's
0: that's just how I feel. I totally butchered that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something there for a second. I thought I
2: was going to, too, <laughs> but apparently not.
0: Yeah, so I asked, what was your favorite thing about um, Toby Maguire's Spider-Man? So first off, let's go to Instagram. Uh, we got a response from at daybackin. Uh, they said, loved how he looked like an actual high school student. And honestly, I don't know if they were joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, uh, um, do all high school
2: students look like they're in their early 20s? Or actually late 20s?
0: Early 40s? <laughs> yeah,
2: uh, yeah, that's even better. That's even better.
0: Yes, I... So, yeah, I don't know if they were joking or not. I hope that you guys were. <laughs> I, yeah, I kind of hope that's sarcasm. Yeah. um, Like, I almost, I responded to them. I'm like, we're talking about the same Toby, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they just gave, like, a bunch of, like, laughing cat emojis. So, I'm assuming they were joking. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, but definitely gave me a little bit of a scare <laughs> <laughs> um we also got a response from at the co- the underscore coach underscore vic who is crash from crash and Tez's movie seller uh he said that whack ass dance in spider-man 3 lol
2: <laughs> oh hell yeah that's a gem that is that a gem that will go down as one of the greatest scenes in movie history. I don't care what anyone says.
0: Have you seen the YouTube video where they removed the music? Oh yeah, and it's like so awkward. It is even
2: more awkward than yeah, the oh, yeah, original footage. It. Dude, I could <laughs> honestly I couldn't great. even finish the video. Yeah, I couldn't finish the video. I'm like <laughs> no. C- cringe, cringe. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Freaking amazing. <laughs> uh, moving on to Twitter, we got a response from Victims and Villains at Victims and Villains. I love that uh they. Name. Yeah, they said Suit and Goblin. Yes, hell yes. The
2: suit was fantastic, and I don't care what anyone says. I know he looked like a Power Ranger, but Green Goblin was fantastic.
0: Oh hell yeah. Yeah, we got into a little discussion about that and just talking about how great Willem Dafoe is yes, and we- how hard he's going to be to replace if they ever bring him into the MCU.
2: I'm honestly scared to, to see the Green Goblin in the MCU because he's, he's, he's a hard character to do, and I don't know if anyone can top Willem Dafoe.
0: I don't know if he would be that hard to do.
2: Okay, maybe I think not if hard you to ha- do. But hard to top.
0: Yeah, performance wise, definitely th- hard to top. Costume wise, I th- I know the MCU can do better.
2: <laughs> oh come on, you don't want the Green Power Ranger again?
0: I mean, I'm not totally against it. <laughs> it's just I I want some purple in there.
2: All right, fair.
0: Yeah. Uh. So yeah, thank you victims and villains. Uh the last response we got is from Film on the Rocks at Film on the Rocks. Uh they said the suit and he seemed like a genuine guy as Peter Parker.
2: He did. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. You honestly like you for all the problems that Tobey Maguire's Peter Parker was going through, you honestly like really felt for him. Yeah, like you, you wanted definitely everything do. to work out for him.
0: Yeah. I actually hadn't thought about the how genuine he was until they kind of brought it up. I'm like yeah I mean his his dialogue is a little clunky but and just like just cheese but overall he does seem like a very genuine person.
2: He does he absolutely does
0: yeah, but yeah I have to agree with both of these guys on Twitter. The suit, freaking killer. Yes. Oh my gosh. Perfection. Hell yeah. The only thing that I would want to see, like, I don't want them to change the costume at all. The only thing I would want to see, and this is just for curiosity's sake, is the Sam Raimi suit with moving eyes. I'd at least, yeah. I'll agree. I'll definitely, I definitely
2: want to see it. I don't know how I'd feel about seeing that in a whole movie.
0: Yeah. Like I said, just for curiosity's sake. Yeah. All right. But yeah, so that is all of our responses that we got. So thank, thank you to everyone that answered our question of the week. Uh, We hope you continue to keep answering.
2: Please be awesome. Love interacting with you guys. Yeah, so
0: with that, let's go straight into our main event.
2: Let's do it. All right, so on this week's main event, uh, we'll be doing our All Bros breakdown of the original Spider-Man movie, which came out in 2002, and we are joined by a special guest, Victor, from Crash and Taz's Movie Cellar. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself, Vic?
1: Oh, yeah. Yep, I am Crash from Crash and Taz's Movie Cellar. I don't know if I'm that special but I've been on like a bunch of you guys' episodes now, but you know, it's cool. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we need we need fill and guests too. <laughs> there you go. It's
2: kind of harsh, isn't it? Fill and guest?
1: I'll take what no. I can get, man. I okay. understand.
2: Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh further ado let's get this breakdown started um first up well caleb would you like to explain our uh grading system for these for people that haven't i'm really nailing this so far but um would you like to uh let people know how we break down movies here on the all bros
0: (laughs) dude you're freaking killing it i know right
2: (laughs) every week i do every week
3: (laughs)
0: Alright, so if you're new to our breakdown system, we have split a movie into eight different categories. We break down the story, the writing, the acting, uh, any character development, the effects, uh, music, costumes, and then give it basically our own personal grade at the end. Um, And then, yeah, and then that's how we come up with our final grade for a movie, and so Spider-Man's been in our backlog for a little bit, and since we're doing some backlog episodes, uh, we thought it'd be a good idea to do a breakdown episode from our backlogs. Yeah, why not? A backlog of our backlog. (laughs) (laughs) So with that, Rose, let's get into the story. Let's do
2: it. All right, so get ready for reading with Rose if my phone wants to work. Alright, so, on a school field trip, outcast high school senior Peter Parker visits a genetics laboratory with his friend Harry Osborn and his crush Mary Jane Watson. While there, Peter is bitten by a genetically engineered super spider and seemingly falls ill after returning home. Meanwhile, Harry's scientist father, Norman Osborn, owner of Oscorp, tries to secure an important military contract. He experiments on himself with an unstable performance enhancing chemical and goes insane, killing his assistant. The next morning, Peter finds that he is no longer nearsighted and his body has met- metamorphosized. Wow, such a big word! <laughs> such a big word.
1: a $10 word right there. <laughs> uh,
2: into a more muscular physique. At school, he finds that his body can produce webs, and his quickened reflexes let him avoid injury during a confrontation with bully Flash Thompson. Peter discovers he has developed superhuman speed and strength, the ability to stick to surfaces, and a heightened ability to sense danger. Brushing off his uncle Ben's advice that with great power comes great responsibility, Peter considers... Peter considers impressing Mary Jane with a car because that works every time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it doesn't work. Was Brielle impressed by your
0: Chevy? You know it. Well, first of
1: all, it's a Chevy. It's a a miracle that she. Hey, screw you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, out of the two of us, who's still single? Wait, which two are you I talking about?
1: I had a rebuttal, but I'm gonna choose I know you guys keep this like PG, PG thirteen. Plus oh. I don't want your mom hearing this episode. <laughs> so I'm not I'm gonna take the higher ground. I'm gonna let you have that. It's okay, man. <laughs> <laughs> let me just say, my Ford has been rocked many a time. Oh
0: damn. He went there. Ooh, I'm telling. <laughs> <laughs> You totally share this uh, on your
2: mom's Instagram. This oh, episode, oh hell no, dude. <laughs> She'll freaking kill me. No, just Holy just shit. this one episode. Just this one episode. Come on. <laughs> oh no. Everything,
1: everything after this part. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: all right. He enters an. All right, under... all right, Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she... <laughs> he enters an underground fighting tournament to raise the money and wins his first match but the promoter cheats him of his earnings. When a thief suddenly robs the promoter's office, Peter allows him to escape. Moments later, he discovers that Ben was carjacked and killed. Peter pursues and confronts the carjacker, only to realize that it was the thief he let escape. After Peter disarms him, the carjacker flees but dies after falling out of a window. Meanwhile, a crazed Norman interrupts a military experiment by Oscorp's corporative rival Quest Aerospace, and kills several scientists and the military's General Slocum. Upon graduating, Peter begins using his abilities to fight injustice, donning a costume, and the persona of Spider-Man. J. Jonah Jameson, publisher of the Daily Bugle tabloid, hires Peter as a freelance photographer since he is the only person providing clear images of Spider-Man. Norman, upon learning Oscorp's board member... The, sorry, Norman, upon learning Oscorp's board members plan to force him out in order to sell the company to Quest, assassinates them at the World Unity Fair. Jameson dubs the mysterious killer the Green Goblin. really want to know how he got that, but... Okay, just... The Green Goblin, guys. Just Green Goblin. Uh, Norman, as the Green Goblin, offers Spider-Man a place at his side, but Peter refuses. <sighs> okay, the... Oh, never mind. I thought it said they fight. I'm like big, big epic fail. But they fight in a burning building started started by the former, and Peter is wounded. At Thanksgiving dinner, Peter Peter's aunt May invites Mary Jane, Harry, and Norman. During the dinner, Norman sees the wound and realizes Peter's identity. Shortly after he leaves, Norman attacks and hospital hospitalizes May. I can really talk this episode. Do you guys have anything to say <laughs> thus far?
1: Yeah, Rose needs reading with phonics. <laughs> <laughs> You're not
0: wrong. Dude, like, the <laughs> thing that always confused me... So, this movie was my... I, I don't want to say my first introduction to Spider-Man, because I knew who Spider-Man was before this. But this is, like, the first time I actually got to see... Just not just basic pictures of Spider Man. Okay, so like I knew who Spider Man was. I knew that there were comics about him, but I hadn't read any of the comics, none of the other shows, or anything like that.
2: Really? So my first introduction was the '90s cartoon. That's how I. I, was introduced I didn't to discover
0: Ooh. that show until after I saw this movie. I'm sorry. So my first, in- yeah. So I didn't realize that his webs were. I thought the whole organic webbing thing was cool. And then when I watched the 90s show and saw that it was like web cartridges, I was like, that's dumb. (laughs) And I have since learned that that is completely inaccurate. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, this movie, um, I actually, and I'll probably end up giving it a pretty high score for the story. Because even still, like for me, this first one holds up. I like the story um, but um, I don't know. It was I like this one. This one's a really good one. Not necessarily my favorite anymore, to, like to date. But it's still a good. Like I said, it's got a good story. Like like Caleb said, I knew though going in that they're supposed to be cartridges, like web cartridges. So I was one of those people that was like, I eh, just didn't really care for the new, like, oh, it shoots out of his body. Like, for me, that was weird. Um, but also because, like, watching the shows and stuff, that's a, an obstacle that Spider-Man goes through, is, like, he runs out of web out of web shooters, or he you know got empty cartridges and stuff like that. So it almost makes him a little OP in the movie you ask me like when they do it that way but it's still a good movie
0: yeah yeah it it holds up pretty well i think Uh, the goblin holds up i mean some of the cgi and like those effects don't but we'll get to that eventually um can i
2: i wasn't finished yet with the story i know oh okay all right thought no, no. You guys were just like going all the way to the ending. I'm like, oh
0: shit! Did I not like say that I was done? <laughs> no, the um, one, they thing all I, <laughs> one thing I one <laughs> thing I didn't knew it. care for, I didn't understand back then when I first watched this how Aunt May got hospitalized because all it looks like it happened was that Green Goblin came and blew open her wall, dude, I and then the she's just way. like finishing her prayer, and then she's suddenly in the hospital. I was the same way. I thought the same thing. (laughs) I was like, what the hell did that accomplish, goblin? (laughs) He put the fear of Satan
2: into her. That's what he did. Yeah, fair (laughs) enough. (laughs) Alright, so... Moving on, Mary Jane admits she is infatuated with Spider-Man, who has rescued her on numerous occasions, and asks Peter whether Spider-Man ever asked about her. Whether Spider-Man ever asked about her. Maybe you should start reading these. Maybe I should. (laughs) Harry, who is dating Mary Jane, arrives and presumes she has feelings for Peter after seeing them hold hands. Devastated, Harry tells his father that Peter loves Mary Jane, unintentionally revealing spider-man's biggest weakness norman holds mary jane and a roosevelt island tram car full of children hostage alongside the Queensboro bridge he forces peter to choose whom he wants to save and drops mary jane and the children peter saves both mary jane and the tram car while norman is jeered by civilians whose side with spider-man norman then grabs peter throws him into an abandoned building and brutally beats him when Norman boasts about how he will later kill Mary Jane, and arranged and enraged, Peter overpowers Norman. Norman reveals himself to Peter, who stops attacking. Norman begs for forgiveness, but at the same time controls his glider to impale his foe. Warned by his spider sense, Peter dodges the attack, and the glider impales Norman. Norman makes a dying request that Peter not tell Harry the truth about his identity. Peter takes Norman's body back to his house. Harry arrives to find a costumed Peter standing over his father's body. He seizes a gun intent on shooting Peter, but Peter escapes and hides Norman's equipment. At Norman's funeral, Harry swears vengeance towards Spider-Man, whom he deems responsible for his father's death, and asserts that Peter is all the family that he has left. Mary Jane confesses to Peter that she is in love with him, Peter, however, feels that he must protect her from the unwanted attention of his enemies, so he hides his true feelings and tells Mary Jane that they can only be friends. As Peter leaves the funeral, he recalls Ben's words and accepts his new responsibility as Spider-Man.
0: Hell yeah. So, there are areas of this movie where I feel it begins to fall apart. And I don't know where this, I I categorize this, so maybe you guys can help me. There's a scene with the Thanksgiving, I believe, where Peter, like, comes and, like, lands in his dorm, and then everyone's just like, oh, and then, like, oh, he's up there, and then they, like, walk upstairs into his room to, like, find him. Yeah. But he's, like, on the the ceiling, right? And then there's, like, that drip of blood that falls down, and um, Norman hears it. And then he, like, looks up and he's, like, suddenly gone. And then he's, like, outside the window and underneath, like, the terrace or wherever it's at. Yeah. How did he get out of that? (laughs) Because it was just, like, blood drop. Like, he would have to have bailed when the blood drop was falling. He probably did. Because. uh, He's Spider-Man. Yeah, because Norman, like, turned around. So there's no way that he did not see Spider-Man like crawl out the window and like underneath the frickin' tear. Like that didn't make any sense. to Caleb, me. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. He's Spider-Man. He can do anything. He's very elusive. Doesn't see? so okay. So where? So I I want to dock points for that. <laughs> so would I put it in story or which which category would it go under?
1: Um, name name the categories for me. Then.
0: So it's story, writing, acting, character development, effects, music, costumes, and then like our personal grade.
1: Um I would throw that into your personal grade then. Because uh, I mean many, many a times too in like the the cartoons and stuff, you get similar instances where it's like he's there and then he's not there.
0: Magic. I don't like that. <laughs>
1: and and here's the thing is that, even like like Rose was reading earlier, he now has enhanced strength, speed. You know, he has enhanced abilities. So he he is going to be faster than you and I. Think about it, like Batman. How the hell does he do that? crap? Yeah. That's but, one you should really dock points from. Do a Batman one and dock points <laughs> like that. At least Spider-Man has enhanced ability.
0: Okay, so the re- I can let Batman go a little easier. Because what? they don't, because they, no, this is why, this is why. That, because they don't show where he goes. Oh, he could just he ju- like they just it's just like, turn around and he's gone. Like, if he would have been like, so... I would have accepted this scene a little bit better if he would have left, or if he would have heard the blood drop, turned around, looked up, and seen nothing, and then they just left it at that. But he went to the window and looked down, and it shows that Spider-Man's somehow underneath the frickin' window, and I'm, that's what confused me. <laughs> I'm just like, ah. Like, if you would have just, like, left, like been like oh where did he go i would have accepted that a little bit better
2: i think we need to add a new category spider-man stealth for any (laughs) spider-man
0: movie um i'll
1: I'll give this one to caleb one thing that because i just actually watched the movie again like a few days ago one thing that i didn't get is He comes in through his, like, room. He enters the scene through his bedroom. He doesn't come in through, like, the front door or anything, as far as I can tell. So it's like, wouldn't that raise some alarm? Like, why would you go, why would you come in through the fire exit or the fire escape and not through the front door? Yeah. So there are little things. I'm not saying it's perfect, a perfect movie.
0: Yeah. But overall, with the story and what they were able to do for the time, it wasn't half bad. No, not at all. It was really good. It the story holds up really well. It
1: does. I I like the story from like of the Tobey Maguire films. I like the story for the first one over the other two.
2: That's completely understandable.
0: Yeah, I. I like the second one a little bit better, but not much. I can never decide. I love the first and second so much. They're they're neck and
2: neck. I can never decide which one I like better.
0: Yeah. So it's pretty close. I I think we can all agree we hate the third. Oh, that's <laughs> my favorite, man. Okay. Yeah. So where where would you guys put the story on this?
1: This one's good. out of a hundred? Yes. For the story, because it came out in two thousand two, two, I, I'd say the story holds up. I'd be willing to give it like a ninety, and that's trying to be as unbiased as possible. And and I am also taking into consideration that there's been other Spider-Man movies that have been thrown out there, uh, especially the Tom Holland films. Like I love those ones. So much. Um. So i I'm taking all that in consideration. I'd say this story holds up. I would. I would want to give it a ninety.
0: I can agree with that. That's about where I was at. I was high, like the higher eighties, lower nineties, but I can do ninety. Yeah, yeah, yeah ninety. It is. If our grading system wants to work. There you go. Alright, next up writing. This is where the movie falls apart for me. Like hard. Yeah.
2: Like how about we talking here? Like, so okay,
0: so probably. So the the normal dialogue or what's supposed to be the normal dialogue, like anytime they're having just like whatever kind of conversations are total bullshit. (laughs) They are the most bland conversations ever but the where the writing get picks up really well is during the fights so like the the quips are pretty good the 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 monologues that uh norman's having with himself those were incredible it's just it's just the freaking like back and forth conversations that sucked ass and the movie makes up a or and it's a majority of the movie is the, the back and forth
1: conversations. And I agree. Cause like when Peter and Mary Jane are in the hospital with and may, like it's such a weird and awkward conversation that they have. It really is. Yeah. Straight up. Like it, it doesn't, but the thing is, is it doesn't have to be like, you think about a, an actual real life situation. Like that doesn't have to be an awkward conversation at all. But it just looks so forced. And nothing looks like it's... It doesn't feel organic at all. So I'm with Caleb. I don't know how low he's going to actually grade it. But yeah, I think the writing is pretty low.
0: I'm in the low 60s. <laughs> be, and I would go lower. I Okay, I, mean, I can maybe be in like... What's the, the saving
1: grace though for you?
0: The saving grace is the monologues that Norman had. <laughs> Those are the saving graces of the movie. Okay. Yeah, William and
1: Defoe did him. He
0: has quite a bit of them, so that's where I'm like, ugh! Not Peter's monologue at the end? No, that monologue's freaking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> too,
2: too much with great um, power comes great responsibility? A bit, yeah.
1: Would you go like 67 on it? That's actually what I was
0: gonna guess you were gonna go with. I I could go 67. Because
1: I, I agree with you, the the writing and all that, like the back and forth stuff, is it's pretty bland. It's pretty, it's pretty lame.
0: Yeah, it's it's awkward. Like when they're talking, like even at the beginning with the teacher. Oh my gosh! Don't get me started with that teacher.
2: And then can can I take a picture for the school year newspaper? Mm hmm.
0: Yeah, and then she just walks off. <laughs> yeah. For- <laughs> like she's just like she's doing all these poses and then she's just like gets called off by some friends and he's like oh bye and he just doesn't even think to like put his camera down and walk away
1: more screen time means more money they gotta pay and gotta get him out of there true sure.
0: <laughs> yeah it, that was just so dumb to me I, just, I hated that like I hate like the the bullshit conversations or um but what about that opening the opening that lasted like 30 minutes (laughs) So you know like
2: saying like this story is just all about a girl mary jane watson
0: yeah that was so dumb dude (laughs) um i didn't care for the bully either flash like, oh, come on! The I way he's wa- standing here is like, "I don't want to fight you, Flash." And I wouldn't want to fight <laughs> me either. Yeah, like, come on! That's who class, says that? <laughs> uh, every bully I've ever encountered. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like if he's just like, "I don't want to fight you, Flash," he would have been like, "Well, too freaking bad!" And then he would have just like pounded his face in. He wouldn't be like, "I wouldn't want to <laughs> fight me neither Like that's so t- that's such a, like a comic bookies thing to say. But for it's something a comic that the, book I know, movie. I know it's a comic book movie. But if they're they're they were going for realism with this, I feel uh, like. loose a, loose realism. Okay. They set up the rules of the universe. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. So th- when I say realism, realistic to the world that they set up. Okay. And I like if and I have the, like the same thing with like movies or with movies with magic, movies with like fantasy. They they need to set up the rules, and they set up the rules enough for me to buy, like the, the Spider Man shit. It's just like all the like that dialogue is just like, ugh. <laughs> made me feel gross. <laughs> <laughs> Your face was the best was like right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, ew! Ugh. I need to wash myself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh.
0: All right, next up we got acting. So I say we do Tobey Maguire. We do Willem Dafoe. Do uh, you want to do
2: Kirsten Dunst?
0: Yeah, dude. Okay, yeah. We want to do Kristen. Yeah. Or I Kirsten do. or whatever the, the hell the her name is. Yeah, I
1: say, I say Kirsten Dunst and uh, what's his name? James Franco? James Franco. Yeah. He's in there a lot. So I'd say those four. Yeah.
0: All right, let's do it. All right. So first off, let's just start our way to the top. So James Franco.
1: Um, he was weird. Yeah, like his his acting seemed very off. I I feel like, and having seen James Franco in a lot more like comedies, kind of like The Interview or Pineapple Express, uh, even Knocked Up, like. I I think that comedies are more his thing, especially, like, the ones that he, he does with, like, Seth Rogen, you know, kind of like those, um, I guess we'll call them, like, pothead humor <laughs> type things, you know?
0: Yeah, I was not a big fan of his, <laughs> of him until I saw him in more comedies. Mm -hmm.
2: Like, honestly, when it comes to Harry Osborn, I actually like Dane DeHaan's Harry Osborn better than James
0: Franco's. He did a really good job. So, yeah, like you said, it it feels weird, awkward. It's just Mm -hmm. it's a lot. Anytime Harry was on screen, I'm just like, oh, like the Thanksgiving scene when he when she. Okay, this is like on Dunst and Franco. <laughs> when he comes in after getting like an, a mouthful from freaking Defoe, who freaking nailed it, and then he comes in and like bitches her out for not. Like, first off, he did stand up for you, you whiny bitch. Second off, <laughs> like, what? Like, he didn't, like, he didn't have to yell at her like that. No. That felt weird. I'm just like, come on, dude. Like, you just stood up for her. You're not gonna be like, hey,
1: I did Yeah, I and I think the one I I'm trying to think of other movies that he's been in where it's like more of a um like a serious role or more drama role was uh Rise of the Planet of the Apes.
2: Oh yeah, he was actually really good in that.
1: Yeah. And and yeah. But think about it, how often is he in there? <laughs> not nearly as
3: often as <laughs>
1: As he was in (laughs) Spider-Man. I mean... I mean, give it to Caesar more. Caesar, (laughs) the the freaking ape, did a better job acting than he did. But, I mean, it's Um, Andy freaking circus, so... Well, okay. But, you know (laughs) what I mean? I think that, like, he's obviously improved in that, like, the drama... uh, The drama department when it comes to acting, but I just... I think, given the time period, he was more of a, a comedic actor, and that was more his thing. So, it's hard to see him as that.
0: Yeah. So, he's fairly low for me. What about you guys? Uh, he's pretty low for How me, How low?
1: Because he's pretty low for me, too. I'm, I'm I'm thinking 60s as well. Ooh,
0: I was thinking high 50s.
1: Damn. Oh well, well, I mean, honestly, though, I could probably be talked down to that, because he, he did... No, it wasn't that great of a part in the movie.
2: I'm in like the low 60s. I I can't give him that low.
0: But that's just me. Okay. So I I feel like I'm being harsh now. (laughs) So where are you thinking, Rose?
1: 61. 61? Yeah. Vic. What are you thinking? No, no, no. What are you thinking? Okay, don't look at me like that. Well, I said I was, I was
0: like fifth in the like the high fifties. So, so I was like so fifty. I was like fifty-eight, but I mean, so I could be go, talked let's up call to it
1: sixty. Sixty. Let's, let's go sixty and call it even. Because I, I, like I said, when I say it wasn't a great part, the character himself, like, you know, Harry Osborne is an important character. But I just think he after himself wasn't wasn't the right fit. Yeah,
0: agreed. All right, next up, Kristen Dunst or Kirsten Dunst, whatever However the her name hell you is. say it.
1: Kirsten Dunst, you are my Kirsten Dunst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, uh, I uh think she's another
1: either. low. She's another low one for me on this film.
0: She is low as Franco, though.
1: I think she's a little bit above Franco. Okay, only because she had more parts. And more redeeming, like, more redeeming, uh, what's it called, factors, I feel opportunities, I should
2: say. I'm going to bring this up later, but I think what saves her performance is how well she acted with that Spider-Man mannequin when they were swinging through the city. Oh, my hell. That is true acting right there by Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Where her hairs going the
0: wrong way? <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> by, she might be higher than Toby for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay her acting i think was in like maybe the higher 60s low 70s be because and i put it there and um, i could be talked into like the the lower 70s but where her acting fell apart where it just like so it was like Maybe in like the higher 70s range for me for most of it. Yeah. And then it freaking took a nosedive with the funeral scene where she's trying to have like these serious talks. She breathes really heavy. <laughs> it, like, it sounded like she was out of breath. And I'm just like, gosh, just get on with it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I'm at. I'm at in the lower 70s, higher 60s.
1: Okay.
0: And that could be talked either way.
1: Okay. No, because I was thinking like mid to high 60s for her.
2: Uh, I can definitely agree with you guys because this is from what, you know, watching the animated show and just from what I've seen over the years, like, she doesn't play Mary Jane that well. No, she doesn't. Like, not... Yeah, she's not like Mary Jane at all. So, I can... I mean, what
0: score are you at? Because I'm sure I will completely agree with what you're at. So, I don't want to give her a 70. I'm thinking like 68. I can agree with that. Yeah?
1: Yeah, I could be talked up to that. Because I was thinking like 67. But 68, I could go with that.
0: Sweet. Yeah, I think... Oh, what was I going to say? <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a lot of the emotional scenes that she was trying to have that just freaking tanked her score for me. She came off a lot as a whiny little mm. dude. So Mary Jane, from what I've been able to gather about her, the character, like in the comics, she's supposed to be like cool. Yeah, and in all three of these movies, she's just whiny, and it's I hate her. <laughs>
2: Like, why couldn't we have gotten... Why couldn't her Mary Jane be like the one we got in the um, 2018, right? Yeah, 2018 Spider-Man. I can't can't remember when it came out. But the PS4 Spider-Man. I loved that Mary Jane.
3: Yeah. That one was awesome. Ah.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's give her a 67. All right, moving on to Willem Dafoe. He might be the highest.
1: So, wait, can we do... Can we... Do Toby McGuire first because I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna end up giving Willem Dafoe much higher than I am. Toby McGuire. In this.
2: I'm the same way. Yeah,
1: I am too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, we can do Toby
1: first. Perfect. <laughs> um. So speaking of whiny little bitches, I would say he <laughs> definitely played that in this. He does. He and I get. I get that a lot of this was, it's not so much the high school version that we get with uh, Tom Holland and, uh, oh, jeez, why do I always forget this?
0: Dude, it seems like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man got held back for like 20 years. <laughs> right? Well, <and> <laughs> I want to know thing, how old
1: I know he that-
2: was in this movie. Like how old well, Toby Maguire was, what, it, probably
0: 40.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you think about it. Uh, so in the cartoon, he's actually, you know, Peter Parker is actually more like a college student. He's not even in high school. Um, so I think they were going for like, a little, like they're trying to throw that in there. But yeah, he looked like even a senior in high school, he still looked like he was freaking old.
2: I don't understand why movies movie studios have such a hard time casting high schoolers. It's not that hard to cast people that are in their early twenties or like actually like maybe like nineteen. It's mm-hmm. not that hard.
0: Yeah, it's not. But it's also it, I think that the trouble that they have is trying to find good actors that are that young. Uh, fair. Because right. it's really a hit or miss. Like, you either get Stranger Things and It, or you get freaking Disney Channel Ant Farm shit. <laughs> that show's not that <laughs> bad. Or Hannah Montana-style acting. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Agreed, agreed. Don't touch Montana. There's, there's, it, there seems to be, like, no in-between.
1: <laughs> right.
0: And I think the maybe the issue that they had was... And I might be wrong. Maybe they were going for like older actors. But I feel like the issue that I would come up against in that time is finding someone that that's that's around that age, but also trying to cast all these other people that you want in there around the same age. So maybe it's just that they couldn't find enough and they're like, screw it. Let's like let's keep bumping the age range a little higher at. A little higher and then until they got to their 50s
1: and then they're just like all right toby you're it well that makes sense though because i mean think about it you if you're trying to cast somebody to be spider-man you find toby mcguire you need people like mj and harry osborne to be and look kind of like they're the same age and then you need people you need to cast somebody that's you know like willem defoe is supposed to be you know um even older to look like a dad um, you know, somebody that that kind of fits that age range, sort of thing. You know, yeah. yeah. I think it would have been See, look, hilarious. But, I mean, I mean, all that aside, I I think his best acting was during like the fight scenes, like Caleb was saying earlier. You know, a lot of the. Well, I didn't like that look. <laughs>
2: it's because he had the mask on.
1: I, I just. No, I, I mean, like, when I say his acting, I'm talking about, like, Toby Maguire, like, um, like a lot of his lines and stuff. So I guess that's kind of going under the writing section. But I, I think that he did a better job with that than he did, again, like, when he was acting with, like, Pearson Dunst or with, you know, Aunt May and all that. Like, I think he did much better in those fight scenes, you know, acting than he did. Having to show facial expression. Actually show facial expression. Yeah.
0: And it wasn't that he wasn't good at showing facial expression. It was just that he showed too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, there's a reason that his crying face is a meme. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and, yeah. That, yeah.
1: What? I don't know where I'm putting him. <laughs> Honestly, I'm thinking he's like in the 70s for me. He's
0: in the low 80s, almost mid
1: 70s. Yeah,
0: I'm in I'm in the higher 70s. So okay, I don't know, 77 maybe.
2: Yeah,
1: I could be talked up to that.
2: Could you guys work with me and do
0: 78,
1: 77 and a half? I can take that
0: yeah seventy seven, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, some fight you put up, rose <laughs> I really
0: th- cause I he don't
1: just really went, have, he just turned he just turned over to his back and let, us, let him have it that's
2: the, I don't really have anything that I can like justify giving Toby higher, I just you know like. I'm kind of basing it off of, you know, I think he did good in the part and you know, he was the first Spider-Man. But I really can't back anything up for him talking to you guys
0: higher. So, dude you are not very good at backing it up at all? No, I'm not. So, it yeah, we're it's I feel like if you go to Whoop. a pawn shop and you you like <laughs> hand something over, there you're just like, "Hey, can I get like 30 bucks out of out of this?" and they're like, "Well, I can give you 10." And then you're like, "Can you go like 15 and they're like we'll give you 9 and you're like okay
1: <laughs> so true but I I think there's a reason why they say like Toby Maguire played a better Spider-Man and gosh who's the guy that came after him like why do I always forget his name
2: Andrew Garfield
1: He must not agree thank you Andrew Garfield I I don't know why I never remember his name but, you know, and then they say he did a better Peter Parker than Tom Holland, who's great at both. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I... Yeah. Like When it came to being Peter Parker, I think that that's where Toby Maguire's acting kind of, like, fell.
0: Yeah. His acting, like you said, it's better in the fight scenes. It's all the uh, extra stuff that, like, makes it fail, like, really hard. Yeah. And... I think I had a thought process and I just freaking lost it. <laughs> what was I going to say? Well, yeah. T- what was
1: the final? What was the grade we gave him? Seventy seventy-seven and a
0: 77 and a half. <laughs>
1: 77 and a half. Oh, we're going with the half. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> you got to give me that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because Rose sucks at negotiation. <laughs>
1: hey, shut up. <laughs> he's like, I won't even take the 78 anymore. Just a (laughs) group. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Oh shit. Um, Yeah. Not a big fan of Tobey Maguire's acting. Oh, I remember what I was getting at. The only thing I liked better about Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man was that his Spider-Man was a little bit more quippy. That's true he was. He, uh Toby Maguire's Spider-Man wasn't as quippy. Like he had some at the beginning, but the rest of the time it was just a lot of him yelling and like trying to find people and not really yeah. saying much. Like I thought like we were going to get like a montage of him like with when he's getting the pictures of Spider-Man for the the Daily Bugle. I thought he when he was take, like fighting the the muggers and all that other stuff like i thought we were going to get quips but we didn't and i understand with like the fight that he had with the the people that were trying to attack mary jane that why he wasn't so quippy with that but i feel we should have gotten something
2: i i can agree with you there
1: yeah
0: but yeah and then like with andrew garfield we got a little bit more quippy and then with tom holland we got the perfect amount of quippy and I can't wait for the third movie of his. Oh, so excited. <laughs> all right, moving on to who we can easily agree is the best part of this movie. Willem Dafoe.
1: Willem Dafoe. Um, yeah, I, I agreed with everything he said before. He did a great, like with all his monologues. Um, Just freaking awesome. Jumping back and forth from being... Green Goblin and then you know, just being himself, it was crazy to see how like how great he was jumping back and forth from personalities. Like he did amazing at that.
0: Yeah. They they did some crazy shit with the like the back and forth. That
2: was so cool. I
0: think I I I may be wrong, but I listened to an interview with Willem Dafoe talking about those scenes with, like, when he's talking to himself in the mirror. So they had to shoot one from the back, like, obviously, so you could see him in the the camera. And then he says that they, he couldn't get, like, because what, what they were trying to do was get him to do all the goblin monologue on... So have him film all of that and then do all of the Norman monologue from, like, the other side. Yeah. And, like, and then they would, like, clip it together to be, like, the back and forth. But he, he didn't, he said that he couldn't, like, quite get, like, the same power out of it. So what he did was he did both of them at the same time. They had to bring in a second camera to film him from the front and then one from the back. So, all that is technically one shot just clipped together back and forth. Just back and
1: forth. That's crazy. That's
0: freaking awesome. Yeah, because he says, like, he feels like he could get crazier (laughs) with that. And he does. He freaking, oh! Like, he's so good.
2: Dude, I think you just boosted up my score.
0: I mean, <laughs> no, yes, if seriously. that's true, if that's true, oh. I, I might have gotten the, the facts wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure that's what he was saying. <laughs> He's that. like,
1: I might have made shit up, but. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: might be lying out of my ass. But...
0: <laughs> well, I'm not lying. That That's what I, I remember hearing.
1: <laughs> I'm kidding, yeah. bro. If, if that is true, either way, like, if it is true, and even if it isn't, I still give him, like, want to give him a pretty high score because of. Just his performance, amazing.
0: I'm in the '90s. For
1: um, I'm in
0: the mid '90s. I okay. I think that he was one of the few people that could do like that stupid back and forth monologue and sell it. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. And. Like, I think that, like, oh, especially when he's doing the, like, the transformation right before he's going into that machine, where he's, the other guy wasn't selling it all that well. And he kind of, like, so, like, the assistant doesn't quite sell it with him, and he was, it was kind of like he was dragging down the scene, but Willem Dafoe was, like, yanking back with a vengeance. (laughs) Because, like, the way that he's just, like, um oh, a few weeks, a few weeks, by then Oscorp will be dead, and like that whole thing. Yeah. It felt like the assistant was, like I said, was just dragging the scene down with his delivery, and then Willem Dafoe was like yanking it back up. Like a (laughs) whole So he was one of the few people that I think was able to enhance the scenes that he was in, and I think the only one that I felt was a little goofy... (laughs) Was when he got slapped in the hand by Aunt May. (laughs) Yeah. But that doesn't drop my score down that much.
2: Not the classic Goblin line, howdy there, boys. And he throws the pumpkin bomb at them.
0: Dude, I freaking loved that. That was pretty good. Like, all of his delivery was freaking amazing. Like, there was so little that he got wrong. And I think the only thing that he got wrong was, like, the weird look he gave Aunt May. Like, if I saw that, I'd be like, okay, that dude's gonna kill someone. And I'm a little suspicious now. I mean, did you see that the way he cuts a turkey? Yeah, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> Dude, like, straight up, I'm like, oh, Aunt May's getting stabbed in the neck.
3: <laughs> For real.
0: So, yeah, I'm in the mid, mid-90s. mid So, I maybe not quite 95, so maybe 94, That's what I was thinking. I'm at 94. I was thinking
1: 93?
0: 93? Ninety four. I don't know if I really want to knock him down. Yeah, let. Uh, so I'll I'll say ninety three. <laughs> okay. Just because like there were s- some minor gripes, but not enough for it to bring it down significantly. So 90, 93 is fair. Okay, I feel. I agree. And so that brings our acting grade to seventy. 70- Four point three seven, and sadly that is mainly due to Franco and dunst <laughs> uh, all right, next up we got character development. this is Harry's right <laughs> uh so toby so spider-man Peter Parker what are we thinking?
2: I mean, it was cool watching him, like, learn all of his, like, powers and everything, and just seeing, like, how after his, uh, his uncle dies, uh, which I, I want to point something out really quickly. Did anyone else feel like who they cast for Uncle Ben and Aunt May were a little too old? They were a tad old. Okay, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Should have been called them Grandpa Ben and Grandma
0: May.
3: Yeah. yeah. I,
0: I don't know how old they were, but they were old enough to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> I feel who they uh I forget
2: who so, Okay, so it was Sally Fields who played Aunt May and then um who played uh Uncle Ben in Amazing Spider-Man? Oh shit. Wasn't it um
0: I forget his name.
2: Oh my gosh. Um ooh, it's his it's his dad. Uh Uh, Martin Sheen Charlie Sheen's dad Wasn't it Oh yeah 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 See I think those Those people were Perfect age For Aunt May and Uncle Ben Perfect
0: Dude Sally Fields Still freaking
2: got it Yeah (laughs) 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 Yeah She was a perfect Aunt May I loved her um although like okay never mind let's when we do talk about the movie i'm gonna get into the part that i have wrong with her performance um but anyway uh yeah so just you know seeing him like you know after uncle ben dies you know him you know like not wanting to accept it you know just like seeing his kind of like depression kind of Go, You know like how he figures it out And then watching him finally realize Okay this is you know I'm accepting This responsibility and I want to
0: Actually be Spider-Man Yeah so it, it is a decent arc Yeah I think the yeah. movie Kind of Grazes over Like the Learning Aspect of his Spider-Man abilities Yeah cause you really only get that one scene of him climbing the wall
2: And then him failing it webbing
0: yeah and like after so after you get that you get not even a fight with the goblin and like you just get monologue of him taking down like small criminals yeah and then like it's just like the people talking about him which was a really weird thing to throw in the movie but whatever
2: Oh, come yeah. on, the classic song. We should all just give him one big hug. Look out. Dude, that's why fun- do you
0: always focus on the weirdest ass parts of these movies?
2: Because that's the fun part.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: come on, that was a classic song. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was.
0: <laughs> anyway. Don't yeah. be lying so to yourself, they, Caleb. They jump. They, they, they do some leaps in the story. And that's, like, the biggest one where it's just kind of, like, you you get to know that he's proficient in what he does. But they just kind of, like, yeah, see this? People are talking about him. And, like, see, he's good <laughs> at being Spider-Man now. Uh, and, yeah. But I will say, like, once he gets to the end and he's just, like, accepted his role as Spider-Man and accepted that he can't be with the girl he wants to be and all so the stuff. It was a pretty decent arc. Wasn't like the best Spider Man arc I've seen. No, it's not. But it was it was it's not it the was worst. Good. It's definitely not the
1: worst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he'd uh I think it was like you said, it kinda of grazed over a lot of the learning stuff for him, you know. I think he became a professional
0: Yeah, so what are we thinking with the grade on that?
3: Rose? (laughs) Uh,
2: uh, I don't know. I'm either in the low 70s or high 70s or like low 80s. I
0: I could be in the low 80s.
1: Yeah, same. 81?
2: Yeah. 81's not bad. 81 it is.
0: Alright, next up, effects. So how do these effects hold up?
1: They don't hold up that great. I just saw the movie the other day.
2: (laughs) 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 The worst thing... That mannequin just ruins these whole effects for me. I'm counting that as an effect.
0: Okay, fair enough.
2: That I don't know... Was it really that hard to
0: have Toby Maguire actually And her hair was going the wrong way yeah, It was just, just a mm. shit show
1: Well the, him grabbing the cable To the cable car with the With like the class and all of that It Looked very I mean I, I mean CGI you're always going to be able to like you know, see, But it, it just looked very bad uh, You could tell it's an older film
2: I can't remember when the goblin is first flying into the parade. Vic, how does that hold up? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't.
0: I it agree. doesn't. It really okay. doesn't. That fight scene was one of the ones that fell apart a lot because of the, like, the balloons and everything. They they went yeah. very heavy CGI on that. Yeah. The ones that hold up are like the fire mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the the final fight, because that was like all sets and like wiring and stuff, and it worked really well. Dude, I
2: remember with that fire scene, when the Green Goblin turns around, that scared the shit out of me.
0: Dude, it still does. (laughs) (laughs) Should not let kids watch that for that reason. Yeah, so for that, I'm in the lower to mid-70s. I'm at like a 70 exact.
1: Seventy exact. Uh, I'm I'm with Rose on that one. All right, I can be talked down. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: next up we got music. How did the music hold up?
2: Wasn't that like a huge song? That they, it wasn't a hero
0: that they were like really
2: emphasizing with the song by Nickelback. Yeah, the me mu- the music wasn't that.
0: Good. That's literally all I remember. Yeah,
1: I was going to say, it's not really that memorable, to be honest. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not bad. I mean, the score's pretty pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, that's um, what I was going to ask. Are we talking, like, music or are we talking scores? Because the scores were all music.
0: Either. All music. Yeah. Put so, out like, together. that includes the score. This, that
1: includes the. I think TVs. the scores were pretty good because they, they kind of get that, like. Uh, that classic spider-man you know s- sound in it if that makes sense and they, they kind of like throw it in there throughout the movie kind of like what harry potter does how you have that like you know you have they'll throw in like the, the the iconic harry potter sound throughout the movies like i feel like they did that throughout the film um i really like the score the scores aren't that bad in it yeah. This one's um, out of a 10?
0: Out of 10, yeah. So th- I'm thinking like 6 or 7. About like a seven? That's ex-
1: I was thinking like a 5 or 6. 5
0: or 6? So I could be talked up 6. I can give you 6. We can do 6. I mean, it's it's good. It's like, it's just kind of in the middle. It just didn't honestly. stand out.
1: It didn't stand out for me. Now, if yeah. they had... The only thing that
0: stands out is like the the main score.
2: Yeah, see, if they right. had kind of what they have with uh, Spider-Man 2, like how they incorporate the score with that ending, I think I would have boosted it up to a 7. But since yeah. it's different yeah. with this one, no.
0: All right, next up we got costumes. So I think the only ones that we can really grade that aren't like just average are Green Goblins and Spider-Mans. They're both so great. They are really good, especially for the time. Yeah. The, I'll, I'm docking. Green Goblin's because he feels a little Power Ranger <laughs> to me. Why did I have a feeling I was coming? <laughs> <laughs>
1: it still works. It does. But Spider-Man's is it. killer. Oh, yeah. Oh, Spider-Man's is great. I, liked, I actually liked that one. Um, Such a great suit. But I agree with Caleb. Green Goblin's is very Power Ranger-ish. That's
0: what I love about it. Dude, I actually <laughs> caught myself while he was on screen once. Going like just going go go
1: Power Oh Rangers. gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing: is like even um, let's see, even like Mysterio, they gave him a cape, and I mean and Goblin has like a cloak, and they couldn't give him that. They couldn't give him the purple. If purple if Marvel, hat. yeah, exactly. If Marvel could like pull off giving somebody a freaking cape. Then I'm very positive Sony could have pulled off giving him, yes, that little weird ass hook thing and the yellow cloak or whatever color his is. I think his is it's purple. I yeah,
2: think it is purple.
1: Yeah. And
2: then his purple boots. Purple boots. Yeah. Or purple shoes. Whatever. But they
1: didn't give him that. He just looks like very, just, he's just green. Looks weird.
0: I still yeah. really like it. That's me. I mean, it's, it's not awful. It's not like, Absolutely terrible. It's just not great. So yeah. I'm it, sitting around like a, I'm s- more stronger into the sevens, but I could
1: I could be talked into an eight.
2: I don't know if I can really talk you into an eight.
1: I don't know that I would try to talk you into an eight because I would <laughs> give it a seven. <laughs> I, I
2: can give. you I'll go with a seven. Seven. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. I, I just feel like. They could have left his like green Goblin the way it was, but they could have added stuff. To
2: it. Yeah, like they could
1: have done more with it to make it look more authentic. Yeah, or Good more accurate.
0: All right, so seven it is for costumes. All right. Lastly, we're going to talk about our final genre grade. So, what are you guys thinking? Vic, you want to go first?
1: Um I would say like for a genre grade, so you're saying this is what like action comic book. Yeah, but I don't know. I need to
0: change this cuz it's more of our personal grade. Yeah. And so okay. like you give your personal grade, Rose gives his and then I, I'll
1: average them out. Okay. So my own personal grade for this one I would, I would almost give it maybe like an 80, like if it were just a general thing. Just because um a lot of, I just have issues like a lot with the acting and the actors. Um, it's kind of sad that Willem Dafoe saved the of the entire thing. Um, but... I would, I'd say like a, in general for everything else, the way the whole movie holds up, I do want to give it like an eighty as my own personal kind of grade.
3: Eighty. Yeah.
2: Rose? Uh, f- I'm pretty close to that. Uh, I'd actually give it an eighty-five. Um, that's just because you know, I feel this definitely. You know, growing up with this movie, it still shows how much I love Spider-Man. Yes, some of the acting is not that great and Willem Dafoe, like you said, Vic, really holds this movie together, but the Spider-Man suit is great, I love the Green Goblin suit, and just, th- there's a lot I feel to love about this movie, but there's a lot of stuff that holds it back from being great.
0: Yeah, so I'm sitting at a 83, Okay. kind of in the middle of you guys, not quite at 85, but I did thoroughly enjoy this movie, and I the only reason i watch this movie is for the freaking monologues that green goblin has so <laughs> fair, fair enough for just for that i i love it like i'll i'll watch this over and over and over again um but yeah for the for that i'm going to give it an 83 and averaging that out that comes to an 82.6 which brings our final grade for spider-man it's a c plus usually say two I know whatever so throw me off Holy crap yeah c plus and it's sitting at a sixty six point six percent honestly that's a pretty fair
1: grade if you ask me yeah it, it is it's it's yeah. really fair <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a couple, and and I don't I don't think we've been as harsh with it as most people are considering. Like a lot of the hate that people like Toby Maguire and Pearson Dunst get for this movie.
0: Yeah, so it's about on the same level as the Adams Family. Uh, same level you know as what, like good. Do you Boys? know what the Rotten Tomatoes okay. score is? Uh, let me. Ch- I think it's actually honestly maybe. with how close we've been getting, or for Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. With how close we've been getting, it's probably seventy six. No, it's <laughs> ninety. Ninety. <laughs> yeah, ninety percent.
1: <laughs> Holy shit!
0: The audience score though is sixty seven.
1: Oh okay. So so we're up there with the audience. We're with the audience.
0: Now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what the other voice C+. of the people. So it's also it's a little bit below Jumanji. The next level. That's fair. Um it's <laughs> above Rise of Skywalker.
2: No. I'm just kidding.
1: No, that's very fair. Damn, Vic.
0: Uh it's <laughs> above Dark Phoenix. Oh, hell yeah. Uh let's see. And I'm trying to look through any others that we've done. Yeah, others ones it's so it's it's up there i mean it's it's a good one yeah um one of our mid or mid months so yeah so final grade is a c plus and that concludes this breakdown uh you want to tell people where to find you and your stuff
1: yeah so uh we are on crash and taz's movie seller um if you, you know, if your listeners enjoyed hearing this episode with me and they want to hear more of my lovely voice, you can catch us on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Witcher, Breaker, and all that stuff. Uh, it's just Crash and Tap, Movie movie story. Uh, we do a little bit of the same. We just kind of talk about the movies, give fun facts about them, uh, give a lot of opinions. You kind of hear me go on a lot of rant, uh, especially the ones where I record high. Those are a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Uh, that's, that's where they can catch us. Yeah. We're also on Instagram crash and Taz movie seller. There's underscores under each name or under each word. Uh, We're actually, we follow the all bros. So you can even catch us on there and and give us an ad. We'll follow you guys back.
0: Hell yeah. Well, you can find all of our stuff. Uh, if you like this episode, we are on, uh, Gosh damn it. We are on <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Radio Public, uh, Spotify. You can find all of our episodes on YouTube. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Facebook.com slash The All We are on Twitter and Instagram at The All Bros. Uh, if you have an episode idea you want us to do, you can email us at The All channel at gmail.com. Or there's a form you can fill out on our website, which is tinyurl.com slash theallbros. Uh, we also have a merch store where all of the episode art can be found on basically anything like shirts, mugs, pillows, totes, whatever the hell you Even want leggings. it leggings. Right? Not anymore. Oh, sad. Yeah, so we, we stopped using the other one because it's hard oh, yeah. to upload. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, so you can go find all of that on T which is TPublic.com slash user slash the All Bros channel. And
1: we would love to hear from you guys. So. I'll, I need you to send me some uh, some of the ones you used for the Spider Man episodes, because I wouldn't mind having some, some All Bros merch with that one. I, I've, I think I've been on like, almost all of your Spider Man episodes. I believe you have. Yeah, no, I never a so one. <laughs> the only one
2: you weren't on was for the Spider-Man PS4 game.
1: Yep. Yeah, that's the only. One. I don't play video games really, to be honest. So yeah. But it's Spider. Be the only one. Yeah, I'm... I know. But it's video games. I, I don't. I don't. I can't get into video games for some reason.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to come up with something that incorporates like all of them and throw them on something.
1: I wish you luck. like a Spideyverse thing, but with all of the different Spider-Man. Yeah. I'll I'll come up with something cool. It's like a mind f.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do next week when you guys hear this. Um, so yeah, look forward to the mystery. Yeah. <laughs>
1: and until then, i well, will say this: if they want to catch our some of my shows, they can uh, hear us talk about Tombstone. I know Caleb likes that movie.
0: This is a backlog, Victor. <laughs>
1: Damn you. Look up my Tombstone episode then, people. I forgot this was a backlog. <laughs> uh, Regardless, look up Tombstone. Yeah. With Crash and Ted. <laughs> hey man, I gotta get I gotta get my publicity in somehow, man. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so yeah, listen to that and the few episodes that are probably gonna come out after <laughs> after Tombstone by the time this thing airs. Yeah. Uh so yeah. This has been the All Bros podcast. This is or I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we'll catch you guys next time. Deuces.
1: Show long. Deuce.